This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is season two, episode 52 of the Fly, the W670 podcast, Cubs All-Star Week. Also, Crowley's birthday. Crowley, let's take a look at the first half of our Cubs season and preview the upcoming series at Wrigley. They're going to be at Wrigley for quite a while, Crowley, and the first group of games they're going to play is against the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm going to be there Friday night, a rare Friday, Friday night game. Night. So. How, how, what is, one or two of those a season now? Yeah, one or two. There's not a lot of them, so um, I'm excited. You know, Red Sox, my brother's in town from Colorado, so we're going to be out in the bleachers, so it should be a blast. Absolutely. Um, Looking forward to seeing that game under the lights. Yeah. When you look at the season, you know, we had a lot of high, exp- I, I think I said 82, 83 wins was what I was looking at right around there. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's been a tough start so far. It's just been really up and down. So if you look at the month of April, you know, you, the Cubs got onto a really good role. They beat the, you know, the Rangers, Seattle, and then we all got excited. They beat the Dodgers in LA and then they swept Oakland and things were looking, you know, pretty good. They lost to the Dodgers when they came back home but then they beat the Padres, but then they went on a road trip to end April. And that was when things kind of started to go South. So, you know, when you look at March and April, the Cubs were 14 and 13. So close to, uh, you know, close to 500 on that. And that, you know, that's because at the end things started to fall apart, but May was awful. They went 10 and 18 in May. And, and just really, remember we ended up getting, uh, was it 10 games under 500? They, at they one ended, point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they ended the month of April bad against the Marlins. Then they had that awful series against the Nationals, who we know are a bad team. And then they lost. Uh, then they came back. They were able to beat the Marlins in the uh, at Wrigley. But then they lost the series against Cardinals. That was Wilson's return. Then against the Twins, they got swept in the Astros. They lost Bellinger. They lost to the Phillies at Philadelphia. Came back and they beat the Mets. But then they got swept by Cincinnati. That's when Cincinnati gets hot. And then they actually took two or three from the race. So it's just kind of this Jekyll and Hyde team that we've kind of been looking at this entire season. And so when you look, like I said, 10 and 18 in the month of May, not great. And then June, once again, up and down, they finished June uh, 16 and 11. So that's when the Cubs came really close. If you remember when we were getting by the London series, they were close to getting back to 500 after being 10 games back. But then another one of those slumps end up happening, and, and, and it ends June in a negative way. They uh, they split with San Diego a four-game. They were swept by the Angels, which was brutal. They took the Giants series. Then they swept the Pittsburgh, then beat the Orioles in a series, and then swept Pittsburgh again, and they were heading to London, and we were on a high. 
but they split in London. That was the famous play um, when uh, Mancini made the error. And then they got swept by the Phillies, lost to the Guardians to end the month of June. And then they split with the Brewers and won the series with the Yankees. And that's where we are in the first half. You know, obviously, when you talk about all-stars and you've, you've seen Marcus Stroman and Justin Steele do an absolute phenomenal job. You've kind of seen split seasons with uh, Drew Smiley. The first half looked really good. Second half of the first half, not so good. And then you had struggles from Jamison Tyone and the fifth spot. Hayden Wisniewski just really didn't have it. He's working on some things in AAA. But at the same time, you had um, you had uh, Kyle Hendricks come back. And once he started calling his own games, I think he really looked really good. And this looked like a different team. But the issue, Dustin, that we keep talking about, runners in scoring position, and especially when you kind of take a look at the clutch stat, uh, the Cubs just are not really a very clutch team, if you get what I'm saying. They, they right. just lack of slug, right? There's power, power numbers are still down. That that was a an issue, things that we were worried about as the season started. Um, pitching's been up and down, bullpen's been up and down. Um, they've been about a 500 team. And I guess at this point, right. I, I think that's now the new goal. I, I think that's what would make, make me happy is if they end up about 500, five, but you know, 500 might win this division Crowley. So I think the next, the key is over the next, you know, couple of series and they're staying home basically almost the whole rest of this month. They're not leaving Chicago cause they go to, they go to the white Sox. Um, this is where we're going to see them make the move or not. Let's take a look. Go ahead. Throw the standings up. Yeah. You got Cincinnati in first place at 50 and 41. They finished seven and three in their last 10 Milwaukee in second place, 49 and 42. We saw the Cubs able to keep up with them and the Cubs are 42 and 47, five games below 500. You're seeing Pittsburgh start to really slip at 41 and 49. They're 8.5 back three and seven in their last 10. And then you got St. Louis at 38 and 52 I mean, I know I, I should never doubt the devil magic of the St. Louis Cardinals, but I just don't see how they have any possibility of getting back into this one. No, they look pretty much dead and buried. And uh, Pittsburgh, for much of the first half, Crawley was sitting up top. They had a really bad last four weeks or so, and the Cubs were able to uh, were able to take care of them. All right, now we're taking a look at the uh, upcoming schedule for the rest of the month of july and it starts off uh like something the cubs can make a little noise i think right boston's a tough team but but hopefully the cubs can kind of play them at home well and then you got washington you, you blew it before with them you, you need to do something here um st louis comes in they've been struggling but that's a four gamer and then like you said they don't go anywhere they're in white they, they play the white Sox. then they own they go to st louis which isn't far away for another four game series but August looks a little bit tougher. I don't know what Cincinnati is, but you have Cincinnati, Atlanta, the Mets, Toronto, the White Sox, KC, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee. So the first half of August looks a little tough, but the second half looks a little bit easier. So let's kind of see what happens, man. You got to go with that first step, and that's uh, the Boston Red Sox. Yep, let's preview that series, Crowley. It starts off on Friday night. They're, you're gonna be you're gonna be there, right? You said Friday night's the game yeah. you're going with your brother. All right, Can't, very cannot cool. wait. Last right. season, the Red Sox finished a disappointing record of uh, seventy eight and eighty four, finishing last in the AL East. 
Then in the offseason, the Red Sox made a flurry of moves, but most of them were on the cheap. Their payroll's $30 million less than in 2022. Wow. Boston fans do not take well to that. Some key additions, and, and one of the really good ones they made was the left fielder Masataka Yoshida. He's having a really good year. They picked up a couple of former Dodgers, right-handed pitcher, closer J uh, Kenley Jansen, and third baseman DH Justin Turner. Former Cub Chris Martin, who also went to the Dodgers when they traded him, but he was on the team last year. Corey Kluber, right-handed pitcher. You have outfielder Adam Duvall. They picked up left-handed pitcher Jolie Rodriguez. Shortstop Adalberto Mondesi and left-handed pitcher Richard Bleiser. The big loss, though, for the Red Sox was Xander Bogarts, which a lot of people were very upset about. J.D. Martinez is now with the Dodgers. They lost right-handed pitcher Nathan Avaldi, left-handed pitcher Matt Strom, left-handed pitcher Rich Hill, a.k.a. Dick Mountain, and then outfielder Tommy Pham. <laughs> and then we all know about first baseman Eric Hosmer, who came to the Cubs, and that was not um, didn't work out that well. The big move they did made is they were able to extend Rafael Devers, so that was a, a big move that made Boston fans at least a little bit happier. But they are doing better this year, Dustin. Uh, they're five games above 500 at 48 and 43. But get this, in the AL Central, that puts them in last place. In the AL East, it puts them <laughs> in last I'm sorry, place. AL East. God, it would not put the them, AL it would put them. It would put them about uh, five games ahead in the AL Central. <laughs> That's so funny, though. I mean, exactly. It just shows you how crazy this year has gone with the, both the Centrals both the AL and NL Central. Yeah, the, the the Red Sox finished the first half hot, going 8-2 and two in their last 10 with a five-game winning streak. So it's similar to what we talked about when the Cubs had to go to, like, you know, London. It's like, God, we're playing so good. We don't want them to go anywhere or screw up, you know. Right. You know, all of a sudden the All-Star Red All-Star break came at the wrong time for the Red Sox. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so let's take a look, Crowley. Game number one, Friday night, we got the professor leading things off for the Cubs. Yep, Kyle Hendricks coming out of the gate, and uh, like I said, he was a welcome return. Uh, and he has, doesn't have a win in his last three games, but it's not really – I wouldn't blame him too much. Um, 5.2 innings, he went against the Yankees, four earned runs. He didn't factor into the decision. Against Milwaukee, he went six innings. He gave up one earned run, didn't factor in the decision in that one. And against the Phillies, he went seven innings, pitch, give eight hits, three earned runs didn't factor on that or he would, he took the loss on that. So three earned runs, but, but you kind of see what you're getting with him. And remember that, you know, he gave up the four earned runs against the Yankees, but one of them was a home run that only was a home run in Yankee stadium. So it's like, whatever, man. But I, I think he's been pitching well and he is a guy that is going to give you a chance to, uh, to win the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely. Always gives you a chance, always keeps you in there. And uh, I think he'll be uh, absolutely motivated to uh, put on a good show. Now he's going to be going up against youngster uh, Brian Bello, age 24. This is his second year and he's at six and five with a 304 ERA. He, again, he got really hot at the end here against Texas. He went seven innings and only gave up two earned runs. 
Against Miami, he went seven innings and gave up one earned run. And against the White Sox, he went 6.2 innings and he gave up only one earned run. So right now, the Cubs are going to have – this is not going to be a uh, simple game for them. This is going to be a lot tougher than they uh, anticipate. Uh, Bello has started out kind of – he struggled a little bit. He had a couple games that kind of – you know, put, put the numbers higher up on the RA, but, but I'm just looking at his last, you know, all his starts lately and they've all been two, one, zero runs that he's given up. So Cubs are going to have to try to do something against this kid. They've yep. never faced bats him are have to Bats are going to have to be there. So game number two is a game I'm most worried about Crowley. It's uh, Drew Smiley. And as we pointed out, as we recap the first half, he has started to go the wrong direction. He's been walking guys and giving up a lot of home runs. Yeah, and that, that, that's what has you worried here is that, you know, against the Yankees, and he's not giving you any depth, which is killing the bullpen. Against the Yankees, he went four innings pitched, and he gave up four earned runs, and they took the loss on that one. Against Milwaukee, he didn't, didn't factor, but he only went 3.2 innings, so he didn't get out of the fourth, and he gave up three earned runs. And then against the Phillies, he didn't get out of the fourth inning, and he gave up seven earned runs. So this is a guy, you know, where Bello is trending in the right direction. Smiley's trending in the wrong direction. So like you said, this is one that has me very nervous. You do worry about the walks and all those things, you know, four walks, three walks. And then before that, he had one walk versus Philly, but then five against Pittsburgh. So he's just not finishing guys off. He needs to really kind of get working on this one. Yeah. And who's he taking on in this one? He is taking on James Paxton, five and one with a two seventy three ERA. So, <laughs> Cubs Cubs definitely have their work cut out for him this series right here. And so, when you take a look at Paxton's numbers, um, you know he missed a little time. He had a hamstring injury earlier in the year, but he has started ten games, five and one with a two seventy three ERA. And this is why the Red Sox were hot going into the break is their pitching man against Oakland six innings. And he gave up two earned runs against Toronto, 7.2 innings, gave up zero earned runs. And against the White Sox, he only went four innings, gave up one earned run. But but this is a this is a, a very stingy pitching staff right now. Yep. That's uh, again, like we said in the first game number one, the uh, Cubs bats are better be rested and ready to go to work against the Red Sox. Yeah, and then when you talk about Sunday, just a, a, a quick note on Sunday. That is the first day that um, that Swanson, Dansby Swanson, is eligible to come off the IL. So he was on the 10-day IL. They retroed it to the Milwaukee game, so he can come back Sunday. So that's kind of just something that Cub fans should keep their eye on. Another thing Cub fans should keep their eye on is Marcus Stroman, who struggled going into the break, which kind of factored into his decision to not go to the All-Star game. Against Milwaukee, he went five innings, gave up four and runs. Against Cleveland, seven point or 5.2 innings, he gave up five runs. And against St. Louis, he only went 3.1. That was the blister and gave up three runs. So hopefully Marcus kind of got what he needed, got the rest that he needed, and uh, you know is able to come out of the gate strong like he pretty much pitched the entire season. Yep, fingers crossed that he got the time off that he uh... – deserved and that the uh, finger is going in the right direction and I'm sure he's gotten his mind right who is he facing off against he's facing off against Cutter Crawford which I like that name for a pitcher Cutter and so um, Cutter Crawford he doesn't go really deep into games against Texas four innings he gave up three earned runs against Toronto 5.2 innings and give up two earned runs and against the White Sox he went six innings and gave up four earned runs so he's a guy that, you know, you can elevate that pitch count early, be selective against this guy, don't be swinging wild. And like I said, he doesn't really last very long into games. 
All right. So fingers crossed it all works out then, right? That that looks like a uh, looks like a winnable game. Let's get into the uh, hot knot. A little hard to tell, but hot knot since we last uh, saw them play. Yeah. They, so hopefully everybody comes out hot. Like Cody Bellinger was in a really good place. He was seven for his last 14, two home runs and four RBIs. He was slashing 500, 563 and 1000. Seiya Suzuki was four for his last 14 with the home run and two RBIs. He was slashing 286, 313, and 500 for the Cubs. As far as the knots are concerned, uh, Ian Happ was struggling when we kind of were leaving. Uh, that was He was one for his last 14. He was .071, 278, .071, so no home runs, no RBIs. So that was a really bad ending for Ian Happ. And then Christopher Morrell, you know how he goes in his slumps, one for 13, slashing 0. 0.077, Well, I think they've got to get Christopher Morrell a spot to settle in at, and hopefully that's going to be third base for the majority of the time when it makes sense. We'll see what happens. You know, it's, um, you know, I, we don't know about Magical and that hamstring. He was looking really good when he was yep. um, healthy, so – um, I, you don't know how much longer they're going to have patience with Patrick wisdom. I just, I, I don't know about them kind and of, you got to keep talking in the lineup when it makes sense. Right. I mean, it's, uh, right. Tough it's to, tough to juggle, tough to juggle. Right. I'm now. just, I'm thinking about the right position for him. And, and I mean, I guess you could go with third base, but you're, people are going to have to understand you're going to lose games because of that. And you're going to have errors that, that are going to keep pitcher going to cause pitchers issues. So we'll see. All right. So let's get the uh, Red Sox hot and not for them. Hot is Jaron Duran is hot for them right now. If you look at Jared Duran, he had six hits in his last 11 at bats with a home run and four RBI. So that puts him slashing 545, 545, 1.091. Um, another guy that you could take a look at, uh, Justin Turner, DH, and six for his last 14 with three RBIs. He always seems to hit the Cubs really well, slashes uh, 429, 529, 500 in his last seven games. Yep, the big red guy for the uh, now the Red Sox. He ties right in. All right, they're not. Who's not going to do well against the Cubs? Well, we hope Rafael Devers doesn't do well against the Cubs. He's three for his last fourteen, but he does have four RBIs, so he's slashing two forty one, three fifty three, three fifty seven. They've also had uh, their struggles with shortstop. Enrique Hernandez is their everyday horse shortstop. He's two for his last fourteen with zero home runs, two RBIs. He's slashing one forty three, two hundred and one forty three in his last seven days. Very, very good. That that's good in a good way. And you know, the bad, their bad is good for us. That's what I'm hoping. Right. And so, you know, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to start this weekend, you know? All right. Prediction time, Crowley. I'll go first this time. I'll make the birthday boy sit there and sweat it out a little bit. I'm going to go uh, two out of three. I'm going to say they're going to win on Friday and Sunday. They'll lose that middle game, uh, but it'll be close. I'm going to keep it positive on my birthday. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Hendricks and Stroman are going to take it. And uh, hopefully if they can take two out of three, just how important that would be to just kind of start and then have some easier teams after that and get on a roll and, and, and show Jed and Carter that this is a team that can compete. Yep. It's time to show it or it's time to see guys head out of town. That's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at flythew670gmail.com. Don't forget to wish Crowley a happy birthday. And you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, enjoy your day. 
make sure you have plenty of cake and some ice cream. And uh, let's uh, get a couple of W's before we get back together. Absolutely. You remember last year, the second half, the Cubs went on a run. They can do it again. Go Cubs.